So, so Bridget, Oleg, a uh, couple of other people who came up on my feed were, were Soheb Hassan from Dubai, Mary Stewart from the US, uh, Corey Warfield, um, a couple of other, Anthony J. James, you know, all, all, all the big names on, on LinkedIn, right? And then I started adding other people like along the lines of Bill Gates and, you know, or, you know all the other who's who and Sundar Pichai and, and stuff along those lines. And then I was like, okay, let, let me just do a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, a recce, so to speak, on, on LinkedIn through my feed. So because I do, I do post quite a lot of stuff, uh, but because my, my journey has been only about nine months and I did this like uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, when I had a little bit of free time, and I was like, "Can I go back to my first post on on LinkedIn?" And I scrolled, 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 scrolled all the way up, and it took me a little while, but I went all the way up because uh, uh, I just wanted to. And I was like, "Yeah." So my first post was something which I would shared, which which Oleg had shared. So I shared his post to a certain extent. So, and uh, it was it was it was in August, and uh, you know that just reminded me, yeah. So this you know this is where it all first started. So that was my journey. And, and when I started LinkedIn, there was one thing which, which really, really uh, stood out to me. And, and that, is, that was exactly what we spoke about a little while ago. And the three pillars which I try and hammer into in my professional as well as my personal life, which is the connect, relate, and engage. Oh. And what I was noticing is like, the more you actually engage with your audience, mm. that's how easily and how meaningfully that connection is going to get deeper. And then your audience will be able to relate to you as well. So the connect, relate, and engage is, is absolutely paramount. You know, it, it can't be, uh, it, it, there's nothing that can substitute it. So, and that is where, that is where you know, it, it re-solidified my, intention and my and my perspective regarding how important it is especially in your own social media that you're actually connecting relating and engaging with people around you mm-hmm. so and i've always been uh, i've always been in sales and business development i've always been in relationships so i mean i've had people call me the human crm i've had people you know saying that uh, if people have asked me how do you describe yourself and i'm like uh what i would say is like i i build uh, i I build, I nurture, and I maintain relationships. That's what I do. I love meeting new people. I love to get to know their why and being able to work with them so that I can get them to align their actions with their vision, mission to reach their purpose and their goals. And whether it be in a personal or in a professional capacity. And uh, I've had the opportunity to, to work for multiple industries. I come from a finance and an, I come from a science background actually in school. And I did finance and accounting only at university. So I come from a very analytical approach, um, which is very approachable because accountants, unfortunately, Elizabeth, you know what I'm, what I'm talking about. Accountants have this, have this, um, this prejudicial bias that, you know, they are boring people. They are. And, and I've had people say that, oh, but you, you studied accounting and finance, but you're not boring. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know, you can't put everyone into a box, right? And, and, and that's where, and that's, uh, that, that's who I am. And that's, that's how I've been able to, you know, connect, relate and engage with, with a lot of people, especially in the finance sector, because I used to, I used to work in investment advisory and financial planning and tax advisory and stuff for non-banking financial institutions. 
while I was in Australia. Plus, I have had the opportunity to do also go into management consulting for a few other firms in, in commodities trading as well as in, uh, uh, it was in seminars. I've had the opportunity to work with Virgin Media in the past. My first job was, with, okay, my, uh, when, when we were having a raw and real chat, my first ever job, which, uh, which I had when I was in Melbourne, or my, my first two jobs, were, my first job was a paper delivery boy in, in Melbourne. Uh, where, where my shift was between 3 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. Wow. Okay. And, uh, and uh, it, it was an eye-opening uh, adventure to a certain extent. And my second job was as a dishwasher at an Indian restaurant. Uh, I'm not going I'm, I'm to name the restaurant because everyone, you know, as soon as I say it, people will know. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was a humbling experience, absolutely. I remember that when I originally moved to Australia, uh, I was by myself and I cried. I cried because I had, prior to that, when I was in India, I had never had to clean my own dishes. Mm. I had never had to cook my own food. Mm. I'd never had to wash my own clothes. Mm. And I was like, you know, I've got, I've got people out there doing it for me. Mm. And, you know, that just brought me back to reality. And, and I think, and, and that is something that I'm very, very thankful for to my mother mm. for having fought against the odds to send me abroad, to send mm. me to Australia mm. or wherever in the world. So because that taught me independence, mm. that taught me respect mm. and that taught me the value for life as well as money. Mm. So I would say, I would say one of the main things which, uh, which I'm so proud of till date was when I bought my first car with my own money, mm. which was Mitsubishi Magna, just so you know, <laughs> so uh, in Melbourne. And uh, I, I, I just have so many beautiful memories about Melbourne and, and of Australia and of my formative uh, career years. And uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, whenever, whenever I get a connection request from anyone in Australia, I love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, I look forward to that. So absolutely. Well, I mean, you you really do have quite, you know, you have so much experience, like personal experience, professional experience, um, which really does kind of, um, it, it oozes out on you when you talk about, you know, you have a lot of passion. You have a lot of enthusiasm that, you know, coupled with your analytical way of thinking, your desire to help others, um, and, um, you know, it what, it what it tells me and what it shows me is just a natural uh, tendency for you to be a leader um, because you, you, you lead in everything you do. So, you know, you, you, you talk about um, people and, and fostering those relationships, um, and by doing that, you know, you're creating that community, you're creating that sense of um, well-being and um, safety for the people that you deal with. Um, and that's what a true leader does. Like a leader doesn't need to um, blow their own trumpet. They don't need to, you know, they, you know, whoever can help others, you know, is always going to be the one that people need. People need others. People need to be, to feel connected um, to feel understood and, and, you know, and that the engagement is real and genuine um, because without that, uh, you know, it, it, 
I guess society can become much like people have already identified with social media being so prevalent uh, and the, um, you know, people are saying that, you know, you know, your influencers say, for instance, particularly in Instagram, um, because the reality is, is it's a very visual kind of platform. The great thing about LinkedIn is it's different because you can really delve in deep with those relationships, which is why I think we both are very comfortable there on LinkedIn. Um, yep. But but the, but there is you know there is obviously that school of thought and why there is a uh, that misconception about social media that it's it's artificial and that it you know there's there's no way to actually build anything of any substance there because. Um, because I've, you know, I've had these conversations with people who do feel very disconnected from the world and that they say that they're not going to, you know, they, they, they've, so, they've been burnt and hurt by people in real life and they're not going to create any real genuine connections on social media. And I can completely appreciate and understand that, particularly if, if you're talking about something like Instagram or even Facebook to a, to a certain degree, because I think there's, there is a, you know, there's a lot more potential in Facebook. But in terms of LinkedIn, if you use the platform correctly, it really does, it, it does change everything. It does change the way you see things. It does change the way you interact with people on online because it's not, online interaction isn't um, as daunting and as scary as, um, as most people would believe. Like it, it really, it, once you step into that discomfort or into that kind of area of unknown, it really does, um, the lens changes, the filter changes, and everything kind of evolves from there. But it does take, it does take a leap of faith, though, doesn't it? Would you, you know, would you say that, you know, when you started posting in August, you know, mm -hmm. was it? You, I can tell though, you did a bit of research first. You, you know, you, you, mm -hmm. you know, you, you followed these people. You kind of understood what their content was about and things like that, and then you started creating your content, which is a natural progression. You don't. Um, whilst people say you can experiment, you've got to experiment with something. You can't have, you know, you can't put the product of two nothings and get, you know, your, your end result will be nothing. You've got to form something from something. So that's obviously what you did is you, you know, you, you, you observed, you watched, you monitored, you, you know, you understood. And as you, as you grew more comfortable, that's when you started to post. I mean, when did you do your first video post? Great question. Great question. Great question. This is what a lot of people have actually asked me because, um, okay, so a couple of things which a lot of people maybe don't know about me. I, you know, my closest friends will actually say this because I, I, I tend to put out a very extroverted image. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I can get along with anyone. I can have a conversation to you actually tell me that your, you know, your, your, your mouth is hurting. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the thing is, I, I actually have a very introverted personality. What I mean by that is like, I have a very, very few chosen people within my inner circle who I, you know, who know every single thing about me and who I can actually connect with from a deeper level. Now, if, if, if you think about it, I think each and every one of us is like, because we, we do have different levels of compartmentalization we do, even with people around us, mm. with, with people who we meet in a social uh, occurrence, family members, whoever, right? So, so that was one thing. I, I've, I've never actually been scared or afraid of being on stage. 
because I used to have my own uh, band and I was a lead singer. I'm a, I'm a keyboardist. I'm a classical pianist. And I used to be able to play the drums at one time as well. And I've played professionally, uh, you know, both. Uh, I used to have my own band when I was back in, uh, back in India. So I've never been afraid of being on stage. So, I mean, but I, I was hesitant somehow to do video on LinkedIn. I was really, really hesitant. So I started doing like normal posts and stuff. And, uh, you know, I remember I did my first like a job seeker post, so to speak. You know, I'm looking at this and that was in August and, and, and Oleg Vishnapalsi came in and made a comment. So, you know, that, that post reached like 300,000 views and stuff along those lines. And if you still go back, you'll see it, you know, it's got like 1400 likes or something along those lines. Anyway, so that's the point. And, uh, and that is still, that, that is still, by the way, everyone, that is still my highest grossing post. <laughs> so, uh, uh, be vulnerable, right? Anyway, getting back to that. So, so uh, I started doing like normal posts on like, uh, on change management, on relationship building, on sales, etc. And they were written, they were written posts. Now, at that moment, I, I developed some really, really good friendships with, with a few people um, from Australia. Uh, one, one person I'd like to thank uh, uh, who actually had a very, very important part in my journey on LinkedIn, uh, being able to actually sort of showcase who I am as a person. That was Dino, Dino Pacella. Um, uh, he, he reached out to me in the end of August when I was already like, you know, uh, engaging with other people's content. And Dino was one who I was engaging, you know, with his content at that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was fantastic. And, and he was like, just be yourself and, and stuff along those lines. Don't be, don't hesitate showing the world who you are as a person. And I was like, I've always done that, but, um, I was not very, very comfortable sort of showing who I am, my persona in front of the camera to a certain extent. So, there were three other people you know, who absolutely pushed me and pushed me and pushed me were Corey, Corey Warfield, uh, Aaron Nason uh, from Kuala Lumpur and Melvin Pan uh, from Singapore. And Melvin had met in person like over a coffee because he was a Singaporean connection who, when I connected with him and he accepted my connection because I was like, hey, we need to catch up for a coffee. And he was like, oh, sure, okay. <laughs> So, so th- that's just me. If, if you're in Singapore, you know what I'm talking about because you received that message from me saying, hey, let's catch up. So if you've not yet caught up, let's catch up. Anyway. So, so, so those are the three people who were egging me on for a while from like September and September. Like, you need to do video. You need to do video. And Melvin, after he met me and, you know, uh, he heard me speak and he heard about my experience. He was like, you need to bring some of those experiences you know, in real life uh, so that people can actually relate to it and document it and, and, and perhaps be able to relate back to it. And I was like, yeah, nah, maybe not. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm going to stick to just writing. So the turning point of me, me being like, you will not see many written posts from me nowadays. I don't. If I've got something, I, just do, I just do a fire and see nowadays, but which uh, thanks to Corey because he does his value in 30 hours. Like, ah, let me do something. Second. So, um, anyways, so, so that's where the fire and 60 started because of Corey, by the way. So, uh, I, I love some of my amazing connections, you know, and I, and I, and I've had brilliant offline interactions with them on numerous, numerous occasions. So, uh, 
so my video journey started was in October, if I'm not mistaken. If you actually scroll back, you'll be able to see when I, when I did my first video. My first video journey started was because I suddenly woke up and that I received, I'd received a couple of messages from, from a few of my connections saying that there is this person who had completely plagiarized my post. Oh. Right? Like, which I'd done. One of my posts on sales, right? And had just put it as that person's post. Uh, wow. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. And uh, I was like, and, and I went to that person's profile. I'm not going to say he or she. Uh, I'm no longer connected to that person because uh, I, I, I just blocked them. Yeah. And uh, so I went to that post and I was like, oh my word, that is like my post word to word. And also with my hashtag, which I use, Rise and Raise. So it's very, very, it was very, very easy to actually look it up. So, uh, and that person, I, I, and that person, so I, I reached out to that person and I was connected to that person. That person was the first connection of mine. I reached out to that person and I was like, do you mind? Uh, I, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking my post. That's not an issue, uh, but you could have shared it and stuff along those lines. Mm. No reply, nothing, nothing at all. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So I, I reported that person to LinkedIn, you know, whatever, plagiarism, et cetera. And uh, um, yeah, and, and I was like, mm, all right, maybe, maybe there is some value in what, in what, in what Corey, uh, Melvin, and Aaron have been literally like pushing over the last couple of weeks or a month. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to do my first video post. And that's where I did my first video post, which, if I'm not mistaken, it had to do with my hug philosophy, uh, which I did uh, in the car, uh, where, you know, my hug philosophy, which is, you know, be honest, be humble. The U stands for be uplifting, be understanding. And the G stands for be genuine and be gracious. You know, those are, those are the three or the six aspects across a three-letter word. If you can remember that, it's going to help you out in both your professional and your personal life. So that was the first post that I did uh, on, on my video and uh, I've, I've not looked back ever since. So uh, how, how it all ended up. You yeah. should repost it. You should do a, you know, uh, an anniversary kind of, uh, you know, you know, what do they do? Throwback, you know, it's not a throwback yeah. Thursday, maybe, but you know, maybe, you should maybe definitely. This year. Maybe in October this year, because everyone who's listening to this podcast, uh, I've not been in LinkedIn for, I mean, properly, I'm, I'm actually going to say, I've not been on LinkedIn for even a year now. So, uh, and it's because I have perhaps been on LinkedIn officially, but I've not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I will, I will, I will actually bring it out. So thank you so much. And, <laughs> well, and, that's, and, that, and that's what needs to be, um, you know, needs to be spoken about because um, most people I speak to have, have most of the time been on LinkedIn less than less than twelve months. There has yeah. been um, uh, one or two that have been on longer than twelve months. Um, mm -hmm. I did come across a lady who, here in Melbourne, she was one of the first of eighty thousand, the first of the eighty thousand actual people to create a LinkedIn profile. So, seeing as we're wow. at six hundred million now, she was one of yes. the very first. Now she, she wears that as a badge of honour. What that tells me is she's been on LinkedIn for way too long. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But it just 
shows you that she's definitely there for the long run in terms of, you know, because that's, you know, that's a, that's a long stint. I mean, 600 million people, um, particularly for somebody to achieve that here in Melbourne, like, because the stats do say that most of the users are based in, in the U S and Australia, you know, I think, you know, we, we come after Australia comes after all the other, like India and all the other kind of bigger continents and Asia's obviously got a bigger contingent, you know, bigger cohort than, than we do in, or maybe it's Australasia. It might be all put together. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the point is, is that the reason why there's only, you know, just a couple of people. So you have LinkedIn Live. Is that, that's correct? Yes, I do. I, I, I do. I, I know, I know, and I know. And uh, uh, it, it, was, it was something which I wasn't expecting at all because uh, I, was, I was actually thinking that LinkedIn Live was something for, for people who've got a much bigger following than I, uh, than I do. But uh, I've got I've had a, I've got a couple of friends who've actually you know they 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 actually put out really good content and I've actually been seeing a few posts from people uh, who've been a little bit frustrated um, saying that you know why haven't they been given access to LinkedIn Live? What I'd like to say what I'd like to say is like uh, believe me it's got nothing to do with any kind of favoritism in any way right? I I have always been okay look at me right I'm brown. Right, I've always been. I've always been the token Indian at every single company I worked at in Australia, and I can say it without sounding racist because I am brown. Right, I may not sound brown, but I am brown. So, so, right. So, okay. What I feel, and I don't know, but people, people who come up on my feed, etc., you know, who have LinkedIn Life are people who have consistently, consistently, consistently put out content over not days, not weeks, but months, yeah. right? That's right? On video. Now, not just sharing videos of other people or motivational stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sharing their own videos, yeah. right? That's right. And that is important. So, and obviously LinkedIn also has a, a kind of, uh, I'm, I'm sure they do, a vetting system where they actually go through the content to ensure that, you know, you're actually providing something which would be valuable or a value add to people right. around you. So that does make me feel good because, um, you know, what, what uh, Joy Abdullah uh, from Kuala Lumpur and I have started with our, with our own video blog uh, where we actually showcase thought leaders from around the world. And Elizabeth, you will need to be on that soon. Uh, so I would love to have you on board. So I'm saying this on, on, on camera. So uh, it's, it's very interesting because this is what I, uh, Joy and I do at Create the Edge with our lovely uh, uh, LinkedIn family worldwide. So, you know, the shoe's on the other foot at this moment. I'm, I'm loving having this conversation. So thank you for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. So, uh, so that's, when, that's where we started at Create the Edge, where we, where we started speaking to people. What do we do at Create the Edge? We, we just speak to thought leaders on how they have transformed themselves. Mm. You know, some of them are entrepreneurs. Some of them are career professionals. Mm. It doesn't matter. There is a story of transformation in every single person's life. Yes. And that is important because, and that is sometimes uh, something which a lot of people can relate to. Yes. And so don't hesitate to tell people about, you know, who you are, what you do, 
what you stand for and what makes you think. Because that's, that's the only way that they can relate to you is if you are genuine and if you're authentic and if you have integrity, that's important. So if you don't have genuineness and authenticity and integrity, I'm sorry, you're not going to not just do, you can't do well in anything to a certain extent. You can have short-term gains, but you will never be able to harness your long-term potential. So it's very important. That's exactly right. And I mean, in saying that, that is a perfect way to close our conversation, our raw and real chat, because you have raised so many useful and so many kind of practical approaches in terms of how to kind of stay focused, because I think that that's one of the things that there is a lot of um, information that floats around, but to be able to stay focused, to be able to, as you say, stay humble, um, be true to yourself, um, and also, uh, you know, it, it does come back to that engagement and, and relating with others that, mm-hmm. that is so important. Um, you know, of course, you're going to get LinkedIn Live because, yes, your content is providing value. It is, you know, you, so you are talking about and like you said, you you know, obviously, the as you said, the, the, the videos and um, of your own genuine kind of authentic self, you know, without the reposting of other kind of information. Thank thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, it's all very true. And it's, you know, it is all documented on your profile, which is great that you can scroll back um, because you obviously have a better profile than I do because when I try to scroll back on my stuff, it just kind of freezes up and doesn't really like it much. And then I, you know, I only can go to a certain amount and I'm like, oh, which is why I then have been putting... Uh, for me, I find that putting my content now onto YouTube is just a, a nice catalogue in terms of, yeah. you know, for those videos and stuff because, you know, I, I really do think that, I think that LinkedIn likes you better than it likes me. So, so. No, no, no. See, because it's you just mentioned because, because see, what, uh, there's, there's been some rumours going on that, you know, after a year, your content will disappear from LinkedIn. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. So, so I have to go back and catalog stuff now as well. So uh, you, you're right. I think, I, think, I think LinkedIn, if you're listening and if you actually watch all, all the videos, don't let people's content disappear. That is, that is wrong. Come on. You know, I mean, it, you know, people work hard for their content. It's that makes sense. Content creation is not easy. Uh, you know, you have to go through a lot of processes in your mind sometimes. So, so yeah, uh, so I, I don't know whether it's true or not, whether you know, over here, but I, I agree. Uh, YouTube is a great place to catalog your content, actually. So I agree. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is the thing. We have, um, we have so many great means and uh, methods to be able to, because yeah, we don't, um, we value our own, you know, our message, um, the conversations we have, um, and it'd be great to always be able to encapsulate them, which is why I've really enjoyed our chat. Um, and I really uh, look forward to continuing all of our conversations. But for today and for this episode, I'm going to say on behalf of the audience, thank you very, very much for your time, Saib. And, um, and we will, um, you know, we'll, we'll bring this to a close. But just if there are anybody, if there's anybody there that's wanting to reach out to you in terms of, you know, opportunities in Melbourne and Australia, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, through LinkedIn uh, and, and through my email, um, so which which I which which I will share with you. So my LinkedIn profile and my email address. So uh, and you know my, my contact number as well. So 
absolutely. I've, I've, I've got an open profile. So what that means is like anyone can actually message me. So you don't need in-mail credits to, to message me. And I do try and, re- not do try, I do reply to each and every person. So uh, I may be a little bit late in replying back to a few people because uh, unfortunately my birthday was in May and I didn't realize that my birthday was visible to the entire network and I received thousands of messages on which I'm still sitting through at this moment. So I do apologize. Um, I'm a bit late in replying back to the message function and my message function absolutely collapsed on LinkedIn. Uh, it, it just wouldn't open to my phone for like a month. So it's finally started working again. So, uh, but yes, you can, you can definitely get in touch with me over LinkedIn um, and through my email. So but, but thank you very much, Elizabeth. I'd like to thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for, for giving me this opportunity to actually have this really, really meaningful, deep, resonating conversation with you because it, it, it brought out to a certain extent, which I, I have never ever shared with anyone of where my, you know, my, my, my love affair with Australia started and how it started was from when I actually went as a 14 year old with my mother on a, on a, on a tour of Europe. So uh, I really, really appreciate, uh, you know, your time. It's been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to our interactions and, uh, and, and obviously sort of packing up for a cuppa uh, sometime, you know, uh, it, it, it was the end of the year uh, in, in Melbourne. So uh, when, I, when I'm back, back in Australia. So Very thank much. you once again so, for your time, no, Elizabeth. Really, really thank, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I will share um, your contact details in the show notes uh, so that everybody has the opportunity to get in contact with you. But thank you again for your time, Saib. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll close this off for, for this episode. All right. Take care, Saib. Thank you. Take care.